Welcome to the Christ the King podcast. I am Pastor Michael McGinley of Christ the King Lutheran Church here in Spencer, Iowa, and we are a congregation of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Now, this last Sunday on June the 27th, I was on vacation. So, Pastor Glenn Bomer graciously took over and did pulpit supply for us. That is, he guest preached for us. And his sermon is what you will hear for this fourth Sunday after Trinity. So we'll now turn to our Matins podcast with the hymn, Father Most Holy. my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. The true God, one in three, and three in one. O come, let us worship him. Come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with 
psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. form the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Glory be to the Father and to The true God, one in three and three in one. O come, let us worship him. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise up against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. The Old Testament lesson for this fourth Sunday after Trinity is written in the 50th chapter of Genesis, beginning at the 15th verse. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us, and will fully pay us back for all the evil which we did to him. They sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father commanded before he died, saying, You shall tell Joseph, Now please forgive the disobedience of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. Now, Please forgive the disobedience of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. 
For am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to save many people alive, as is happening today. Now therefore, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. He comforted them and spoke kindly to them. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of thy name, and deliver us. The epistle is written in the 8th chapter of Romans, beginning at the 18th verse. Brothers, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which will be revealed toward us. For the creation waits with eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to vanity, not of its own will, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of decay into the liberty of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. Not only so, but ourselves also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for adoption, the redemption of our body. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Free, may we your 
Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia, O Lord, deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy, and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant. Give me understanding, that I may know thy testimonies. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, Therefore be merciful, even as your Father is also merciful. Don't judge, and you will not be judged. Don't condemn, and you will not be condemned. Set free, and you will be set free. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be given to you. For with the same measure you measure, it will be measured back to you. He spoke a parable to them. Can the blind guide the blind? Won't they both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck of chaff that is in your brother's eye? But don't consider the beam that is in your own eye. Or how can you tell your brother, Brother, let me remove the speck of chaff that is in your eye, when you yourself don't see the beam that is in your own eye? You hypocrite! First remove the beam from your own eye, and then you can see clearly to remove the speck of chaff that is in your brother's eye. Here ends the gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Dear friends in Christ, grace to you and peace this day from God our Father and our Lord Jesus. Our text this morning comes from the gospel lesson just word, the words of heard, the words of Jesus. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And our text based upon our theme based upon this text is be merciful. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we do thank you that you are merciful, that you are kind and good to us, we who deserve not. But you have shown us your mercy. As a matter of fact, this morning, waking up and seeing the sun (coughs) shine, having experienced the rains of yesterday, seeing the grass and the crops and the flowers and the trees, Oh yes, we complain because there's not enough of this or too much of that. But you are merciful. And most importantly, you are merciful in that you have not condemned us to hell, but have offered us the gift of salvation through faith in Jesus. And have called us by the Holy Spirit through that word of faith to be your sons and daughters. To live with the hope of eternal life to live as your people now, being messengers and instruments of your mercy to those around us. And so, dear Lord, forgive us where we have failed, guide us where you want us to go, empower us so that we can be your people of mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Many years ago, more years than I wish to think, I was sitting at a table having lunch and one of the gentlemen who was there with me asked the question do you know the difference between justice mercy and grace and I looked kind of dumbfounded at him and I said no please tell me and so he went on and he told me a very simple explanation he said basically justice is getting what you deserve Mercy is not getting what you deserve. And grace is getting what you don't deserve. Now in the Old Testament lesson, Joseph and his brothers, we see these three elements coming together. Justice, mercy, and grace. Joseph's brothers were afraid now that dad was dead and buried, that Joseph was going to exact from them the pound of flesh that they owed him because of how evil they had been to him. In other words, they were afraid that Joseph would execute justice and give them what they deserved. And so they went to him and they pleaded that he be merciful to them, that he not give them what they deserved because of their evil treatment, but rather that they that He give them something that they don't deserve. And that is forgiveness for their evil ways. And how did Joseph respond? Well, if we go back to the lesson in Genesis 50, beginning with verse 19, we read, But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. 
And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Joseph was more than merciful. He was gracious. And as Joseph was merciful toward his brothers, so God has been merciful toward you and me. Not giving us what we deserve. And what is it that we deserve? We deserve eternal damnation in hell forever and ever. That's what we deserve. And because God is merciful to us, we then can be merciful to others. Just as Jesus said, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Now we're going to camp on that today and we're going to try to unpack it a little bit and encourage one another so that we can indeed be merciful as our Heavenly Father has been merciful to us. Now these words of Jesus come to us through Luke's Gospel. And here we read in Luke chapter 6 words that perhaps were familiar to you as you heard them read or perhaps as you read them yourselves earlier this week. And they should be. Because it's very similar to what Jesus said recorded in Matthew 5, 6, and 7 what we call the Sermon on the Mount. But here Luke tells us that Jesus and the disciples came down from the mountain to a level plain. And because they are now on a level plain, some people call this particular chapter Jesus' Sermon on the Plain. And when Jesus and the disciples came down, there was a large group of people waiting for them. And they wanted to do two things, or they wanted two things from Jesus. First of all, they wanted Him to heal them and cast out the demons that some people had. And then they wanted to hear Him teach. Well, Luke tells us that Jesus healed everybody and cast out all the demons. Then He turned to His disciples and began to teach them. Well, this large crowd, I'm sure, gathered round so that they could hear what Jesus was teaching to His disciples. Just as we have gathered round this morning to hear what Jesus is teaching to us. And what He taught to them and what He's teaching to us today is a very important aspect of what it means to be a Christian in terms of how we are to live our lives one toward another. He said, for example, But I tell you, you who hear Me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. 
This is what Jesus was teaching. You know, they were hearing the Master give His Master's class on how we are to live as Christians. And it's a life that made no sense then and makes no sense now. It makes no sense then or now because it wasn't the world they lived in, nor is it the world you and I live in. As a matter of fact, it's the exact opposite of much of what's happening all around us. And not only that, by the urging of our sinful nature within us, it's opposite to what we desire to do. When it comes to those who hurt and harm us, we'd much rather exact vengeance. We'd much rather, as Shakespeare said, receive our pound of flesh from those who have taken it from us. This life of mercy that Jesus tells us we are to live makes no sense. It makes no sense until a person experiences the mercies of God who is kind to the ungrateful and wicked, not wanting to give them what they deserve. And who are the ungrateful and wicked? All us sinners, then and now, here, there, and everywhere. And of us, the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now Jesus told them, and is telling us, that we who have received the blessings of God's kindness, His mercy, are to be merciful to others. How? By loving our enemies, doing good to those who hate us, blessing those who curse us, praying for those who mistreat us. Now that's a load. And it's becoming heavier and heavier. For you see, here in the United States, we're living in strange times, aren't we? When the church, the body of Christ, is seen and treated more and more as the enemy to be hated, cursed, and mistreated, which is a good description of what Joseph experienced at the hands of his brothers and what Jesus experienced at the hands of those who wanted him dead. And we shouldn't be surprised at this in terms of how society has turned against the church. After all, Jesus told us this is what we would experience. Listen to what Jesus said on the night when he was arrested in Excuse me. In Roman and John 15, beginning at verse 18. He's in the upper room. They've had the Lord's Supper. And now Jesus is speaking to them what we call the upper room discourse. He's talking about the most important things that they need to know because shortly he will be gone. If the world hates you, said Jesus, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you, have, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. 
Remember the words I spoke to you. No servant is greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. Compared to the rest of the world, we here in the United States have experienced something very unique when it comes to our relationship with the general society. We have been an influence of good for centuries. And now within the last generation or two, that good from the perspective of the world around us has eroded. And now we are the enemy. We stand for and we speak and we live in ways that are so contrary to what is developing and developed in our society that they cannot tolerate our voice. And so they are doing what they can directly and indirectly to quiet our voice, to remove us from the Word of God, to remove us from worship, to engage us in the world around us to such a degree that we don't have the time, energy, or will to engage with God anymore. And so we are becoming more and more like the world around us. But those who seek to hold fast to the truth of God's Word, those who are faithful in worship, those who are faithful in the study of God's Word, those who take this Word out into their community, they are the ones, you are the ones, I am the one against whom their venom is becoming more and more deadly. And so what are we to do? Repay them in kind? Hate those who hate us? Curse those who curse us? Mistreat those who mistreat us? No! Jesus is teaching us to be merciful and kind to those who see and treat us as the enemy. How do we do so? By loving them? By doing good to them? By blessing them? Just as Joseph did to his brothers. And Jesus, who is our Joseph, has done to us. Now sometimes, the most loving thing we can do is the very thing that causes the world to hate us. And that is to speak to them the truth. The truth of God's Word in love. The truth of God's Word that reveals the truth of who we are as sinners. Who shows the unbelief that characterizes the life of the world. And the consequence of that if they do not turn from their sin in repentance and believe and trust in Christ as their Savior. The eternal judgment that lies before them. And then to those whose hearts are pierced by the truth of God's word of law and judgment, we are to speak the truth of the gospel. We are to comfort them with the truth that God is not only just, but that He's also merciful and gracious. Not wanting any to perish, but for all to come to repentance through faith in Jesus Christ. Now I'd venture to say that when, when it comes to being merciful, 
we all come up short. We all have that sinful nature in us that wants to get back at, extract from those who have harmed us that pound of flesh. For you see, we are more prone to justice rather than to mercy. And for us, for me, for you, I pray. O Heavenly Father, be merciful to us. And for the sake of Jesus, forgive us and empower us so that we may more consistently and persistently be merciful as You are merciful. In Jesus' name, Amen. And now may the peace of God that passeth all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Right.
mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Let thy mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. O Lord, hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me, O God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Vouchsafe, O Lord, this day, to keep us without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. Hear my prayer, O Lord and let my cry come unto thee. Grant, O Lord, we beseech you, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by your governance, that your church may joyfully serve you in all godly quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church Catholic with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people, and the gospel preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Joseph, our president, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our governor, the legislature of this state, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness, and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also 
to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and hostilities, and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially do we pray for those that we name in our hearts at this time. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishment, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with your blessing. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. We bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. We give thanks unto Thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, Thy dear Son, that Thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech Thee to preserve and keep us, this day also, from all sin and evil, and that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please Thee. Into Thy hands we commend our bodies and souls and all that is ours. Let thy holy angel have charge concerning us, that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Bless we the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
Amen.
thank you for joining us for another Matins podcast. And we will be back on schedule this Sunday, July 4th, with another Matins podcast for the fifth Sunday after Trinity, where we'll hear from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5. All the hymns for this podcast come from smallchurchmusic.com, except today for the hymn Creator Spirit by Whose Aid, which was performed by the musicians of Christ the King.